Welcome to Christian Historical Fiction Talk. I'm your host, author Liz Tolsma. It's so good to be with you today. Welcome back to all of my longtime listeners. Always so good to have you with me. And if you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad to have you join me. Please subscribe to Christian Historical Fiction Talk on your favorite podcasting platform and follow us on Facebook, X, Instagram, and Pinterest. We are in all of those places. So be sure to connect with us to keep up with us so that you know when new episodes are releasing. And I would encourage everybody to hop on over to my website, liztolsma.com. Not only will there be show notes there for today's episode, but you can also join my patron over there and you can support the podcast. There are different levels that you can choose from and you can be entered into a book giveaway. You'll have exclusive content. You will get early access to the podcast. So please check that out. Okay. That is enough of an introduction. I think we kind of flew through that today, but I am so excited to get to our interview because we have Angela Coach with us. We were talking, I believe she has been on the podcast before. I think it was for her first book in the Heroines of World War II series, which was A Rose for the Resistance, which was fantastic. And if you haven't read it yet, make sure that you do so. Each of the books is standalone, so you can go read them in any order that you want. But she is here today, and she is privileged to have the very last book in the Heroines of World War II series. No, it's not because of what she wrote that they decided to end it, but it is because from the very outset, that is what the length of the series was supposed to be, was 12 books. That's what Becky Germany over at Barber Publishing told me two or more years ago now. And so we have finally reached the end of that, which is so sad, but they have other great, series coming up. And so we will be sure to dive into those when those start releasing. But for now, please help me to welcome Angela Couch to the show. And she's here to discuss her book, Capturing Hope. Welcome to the show, Angela. It is so good to have you with us today. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of course, of course. I've tried to have everyone who has been part of the Heroines of World War II series on. I don't know if I've been 100% successful, but we've had quite a few of them and the vast majority of them. And you have a second book that's part of that series. I think you're the only one with two books in that series, which is really wonderful for you and wonderful for us as readers. But before we get talking about capturing hope, why don't you just tell the readers a little bit about yourself? Well, I am in <laughs> up in Canada. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> it's amazing how your brain just kind of goes blank at that moment, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> what me? Um, I live up in Canada, southern Alberta, so pretty close to the U.S. border. Yeah, I ha- live on an acreage with five kids, soon to be six. The baby actually comes around the same time the book comes out. So that's kind of fun. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, so I write historical romance. And the last two books have been World War II, which has been great. It's one of my favorite genres. And we have enjoyed reading them very, very much. So are you up in Canada hunkering down for winter and preparing for that besides preparing for a baby and a book release too? <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> yes, they say we have one more good week and then the snow's going to start flying. So, Oh, no. Oh, no. That's... They say in Wisconsin it's bad, but I think you have it much worse. They haven't talked about that four-letter <laughs> word here yet, so. <laughs> yeah, hold it off as long as possible. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Especially if you have to have a, a baby, I would say hold the snow off until after that baby comes. <laughs> Definitely. So as we mentioned, you have book number 12, which as far as we know, is the last book in the Heroines of the World War II series, and it's called Capturing Hope. So tell us a little bit about the book. So it is set in Poland. My first one that I did for the series was A Rose for the Resistance set in France. So I was trying to do something a little bit different, put myself into a different situation because I've done lots of research and stuff for France and Germany, but I hadn't really looked too closely at Poland. And I definitely was not prepared for what <laughs> went on there during World War II. It was not a happy situation at all, understatement. So yeah, the story is about Nadia, who kind of was in the upper class of society and just how at the beginning she loses so much and then trying to find actually who she is while she navigates the very beginning of World War II in Poland and all the bombings and everything. And who is the hero in this book? The hero is an American photographer, and David Reed, and he's just trying to kind of find himself as well, break into photography, especially for journalism and whatnot, and try to make his mark on the world. And he has a lot course all the backstory of what he's carrying which we will not go into but, <laughs> <laughs> but yes they both have a lot going on <laughs> yes they do for sure and the premise just is really interesting to me and all that they do to help others in the beginning days of the war in Poland and you're right there is so much mine about World War II in Poland and so many different facets to it. And I think you pick a very fascinating one to take a look at. As I mentioned, this appears to be the last of the Heroines of World War II series. At least that's what the acquisitions editor at Barber Publishing told me way back two years ago. How does it feel to be the last one to be closing off this series? It's actually pretty pretty cool just especially where I already have one in this series as well so to have the second one and then to be closing off the series definitely feels like quite the honor but World War II has always been very close to my heart when I first started writing back as a teenager it was World War II and all the research I did was all about World War II and there's something about World War II that really drew me in and I think a lot of it is because of our our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, people we've actually met who actually lived through this horrific war. And as we see them slowly slip away, 
being able to understand them a little bit better and what they went through and experienced. Yeah, that's for sure. When I started writing World War II more than 10 years ago now, I was able to actually speak to the people who lived the events that I was writing about, and that's no longer possible. Mm -hmm. So as you said, most of these people have passed away, and it's just so important, I feel, to preserve their stories and their legacy and their history. So for sure, a very important series, I think, that Barbara did. Now, you sort of hinted at it a little bit that you just wanted to do something different. But where did the kernel, the core of the idea for capturing hope come from? I think as I was looking at Poland and everything that was going on and just the horrificness of it, (laughs) like you spend a whole month at the beginning of the war of just bombing Warsaw just the brutality, never mind getting into what the rest of the war brought and how many people died. But being able to find God in that, being able to find hope in that and through that. And so that's why I kind of picked Nadja because, you know, it's her name means hope and just helping her despite all everything. She loses her father. She has to deal with a whole lot of stuff that's going on and seeing her city and her country fall apart, but being able to still find that morsel of hope in God, in, you know, what he has prepared for us. Yeah. And I think that's a major theme throughout a majority of the books of this series is hope because it just keeps cropping up and you can't survive such horrific happenings, I don't think, unless you have hope in God, as you said. And so I think that becomes a major theme throughout these books. And I like that you pick up on that idea. It makes, yeah, it makes it very appropriate to end the series with a book about hope. So you said that you did a lot of research into France and Germany for your first book, A Rose for the Resistance. I'm sure that you could spend a month on here telling us everything that you learned about World (laughs) War II in Poland, but just pick out some of the more interesting things or things that you really had never known about that you learned as you did research for this book. A lot of the things I picked up on were right there at the very beginning. My, My novel actually only covers pretty much the first month of the war. But one of the things that stood out was how how Hitler and a lot of the Germans felt about the the Poles in general. And I mean, they're just this country in the middle of everybody. They'd actually only been independent for about 20 years since World War I. Otherwise, for the last 200 years, they'd been pretty much under other domains. And so they had just got their independence back as Poland And a lot of the other countries did not know or respect that. And I think even a lot of their allies weren't word only. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, the British and the French were like, oh, yeah, you know, we have your back until it actually came down to it. And then they're like, oh, actually, no, we'd rather not (laughs) engage. But there was, was so much leading up to the invasion and so much covert operations on Hitler's part to make it look like Poland 
was the instigator of it all. And then just how hard they hammered them in that first month. Like every day Warsaw was being bombed towards mid-month. I think they counted like 17 air raids in one day. Um, and nothing was left out. They bombed a maternity hospital, churches on Sunday, just wherever they could do the most damage. And they did a lot of damage. <laughs> yes, they did. And it's just a shame what happened to the city of Warsaw and to the entire country, of course. But yes, like I said, and you said, there's just so much that we can learn about World War II in Poland and so much that has yet to be told. I think there could be a hundred more than that books left to write about that part of the war. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. One sentence in the book that really struck me was this one. I hate Nazis and Germans who are hurting our people, but I think we must be careful how we judge individuals. Can you explain a little bit what you meant by that when you wrote that and how you think that, without getting too political, applies to our world today? <laughs> Loading question. Oh, it definitely applies, that's for sure. <laughs> but I mean, it's so easy to look at groups. And I do find, you know, and going from a religious background, like it's Satan's ploy. He wants us to be, to ostracize each other, to categorize each other in groups and not see the individuals who, you know, we don't know why they're there, what led up to that, who they are on the inside. Like we don't know where they are in their journey and just being able to take people as individuals and judge them for who they are and not for the groups they are associated with. Yes. I think that is so very, very important that we do that even in today's world that we don't, like you said, we don't know where people are in their journeys either. And so to paint them all with a broad brushstroke is, is not Christ-like of us, but we must, yes, look at them as individuals for sure. Capturing Hope also had a ton of twists and turns in it. Did you enjoy doing that? And did, had you plotted that all out or did that just happen as you wrote the book? I had plotted some of them out. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them definitely cropped up, especially one of the biggest plot twists towards the end. I'd actually almost stalled at one point. And I was like, I'm not quite sure how this is supposed to wrap up. So I went back to the beginning and was doing my rewrite. And I got to chapter two and suddenly... It, we, it became very clear how this was supposed to come together and how everything was connected. I was just like, oh, okay, like, thanks for filling me in now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it was, it was kind of fun that way of like, I did not know the end of the story and how everything would work out completely. Like, you know, you have the broad spectrum, but it ended up being so much better than I had pictured when I'd first plotted it out. That's always so much fun. I think that's one of the most fun parts of being an author is just us as we write it being surprised at what happens next in the book. It's like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. So your biography on your website says that you enjoy martial arts. So what kind of martial arts do you enjoy? And 
what got you interested in them in the first place? So it was actually something my mom wanted us to take as teenagers, just, you know, self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she put us in Hapkido, which is a Korean martial art, very much into self-defense. It kind of covers everything Taekwondo, Aikido, Judo does all nicely wrapped up so you don't get bored. So yeah, I pursued that for quite a while, got my second degree black belt and became an instructor. And when I'm not pregnant or dealing with little babies, (laughs) 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 I have, I uh, instruct every once in a while and plan to get back into instructing once recovery from this baby is done and where this will be the last and I'll probably open up a bit of a martial arts class in the town near us and make sure my kids get it. (laughs) There you go. How very cool. In a second degree black belt. Wow. Congratulations. That is quite the accomplishment. So you did tell me that you are working on something else, which is fantastic. I always look forward to a new book from you. So after capturing heart, what is up next for you? So Barbara is doing a disaster series. I think they're just starting to work on publicity and the first one is getting ready to go out. So yes, novels about major disasters that happened. So I'm currently working on a novel set during the Frank Slide, which is a small town in Canada that the corner of it got buried under a rock slide one spring morning. So yeah, not quite very lighthearted. It did have a pretty big death toll. (laughs) But again, a lot of it comes down to capturing that hope. And honestly, with Frank slide, it has been very uplifting in that looking at the history and the individuals and all the miracles that happened in that location. So I really am excited about, it's pretty much a book of miracles and recognizing miracles. So that's been, that's been fun to start to unravel. Oh, that does sound fun. Looks like one we're definitely going to be looking forward to for sure. If listeners would like to connect with you to keep up with you so they know when these books are going to be releasing, how can they go about doing that? Honestly, one of the best uh, things to do is just go to my website, angelakcouch.com. And there's, you know, different links there onto Facebook or Twitter or whatever they prefer. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's a good place to start. All right. Very good. And I will link that in the show notes so it's nice and easy for the listeners to find. Well, Angela, it has been so wonderful to have you with us again. And congratulations on capturing hope and on the new baby. She might very well be here by the time this airs, but it's been wonderful to talk to you. And we'll have to have you back when your next book comes up because that sounds fascinating as well. Thank you so much. Well, that was a wonderful visit that we had with Angela, and we wish her all the best with her new baby girl and hope that everything is going well for her with that. A book release and a new baby all at once. Kind of crazy. And she has a new book for us to look forward to as well. So there's lots going on in Angela's life, and it was just so kind of her to take time out of her day to stop by and chat with us about Capturing Hope. If you would like to learn more about the book, if you'd like to get a handy link not only to Capturing Hope, 
but to all of the books in the Heroines of World War II series, or if you would like to find more out about Angela or have a link to her website so that you can follow her, then go over to my website, liztolsma.com, and you will find all of that information there. It will either be right on the front page, or you can click on the podcast tab and find it that way. Next week, it's been quite a while, actually, since we had a topic. I have had so many fantastic authors that I have been trying to squeeze in, and then I took a two-week vacation, so it's time for another topic. We're just going to go ahead and have another topic, something to chat about. And unbelievably, we are going to be in the last month of 2023 for the next episode, which just boggles my mind. I can't believe it. It feels like the year just started. And there have been a plethora of fantastic books that have come out throughout the course of 2023. There have been so many good ones that I was not able to get everybody on that I really even wanted to get on. So let's take a look back at the year 2023. We can look back through the guests that we've had on and their books, but also maybe some of the authors and some of the books that we didn't get a chance to talk about. And so we're going to talk about that next week. So please do me a favor, head over either to Facebook, X, or Instagram and if you aren't subscribed to Christian Historical Fiction Talk on one of those platforms, make sure that you do that. And I will have the question up there, your favorite book of 2023, and why was it your favorite? So you get some input into this next topic. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and what books you loved. And so it promises to be a really good episode. So please join us next week for Best Books of 2023 and head over to social media, answer the question over there, and get your input. I thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen. I thank you for spreading the word about Christian historical fiction talk. It has been a wonderful year. God has really blessed this little podcast that I have going here at Beyond Measure and I am so thankful to each one of you for your role in that. I hope you have a fantastic day and we will see you next time.